rolling. Uh, episode 26, TBC podcast. I am Michael Payne. I am Rebecca John. I am Renee. We have a very, very special guest in the building. Uh, by the way, this is brought to you by GRM Daily. I have to say that. Just in case listening to the GRM Daily SoundCloud didn't give that away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the very, very special guest. I'm going to let you introduce yourself and then we're going to talk about you. Oh, my name is Morgan Keys. Congratulations. And welcome. <laughs> <laughs> on my <laughs> name. Thank you so much for coming through today, no man. No doubt, man. I um, actually came last week. Imagine that. Really? Yeah, I totally... don't know what happened. Some, Yeah, it was me. It was my fault. But, yeah, okay. I came last week. I actually came last week Wednesday, so it doesn't even make sense. Because it's Thursday. <laughs> but, yeah, I got to the train station and, and called everyone. And they were like, yeah, it's next week. Not, not even not even next week today, like next week and another day, and like in eight, eight days' time. <laughs> my life's mad. Yeah. How have you been anyway, man? I've been really good, man. You've been busy. I've been busy, that's um, but that's thing. good. That's, yeah, absolutely. I, th if I have two days off, I'd start feeling depressed. Yeah? Yeah, I'm just that type of person, so I've just been really busy, which is good. Yeah, yeah. And I've got no complaints, man. Because we, we, you know, we knew you as, you know, one of the faces of SBTV. Esteemed yeah. music video director, basically. That was, you were possibly the most prominent director in the game. Would would everyone agree? Yeah. I, you know, I'd say you were the, mo the, the I most. I was up there. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah definitely. I, I, mm. For me, personally, I would say one of the sort of faces of underground street music yeah, videos. Yeah, definitely. You know? There were two um, others at the time. Yeah, an encyclopedic knowledge of rooftops um, and Indeed, warehouses. Indeed, yeah, in yeah, 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 definitely, <laughs> absolutely. Literally, <laughs> so many rooftops. <laughs> so many rooftops. <laughs> where, did your, where did your love for uh, rooftops begin? My love for rooftops <laughs> began when... No, that's a serious question. I love rooftops you know too, so I want to know. It I've got a song called Rooftops on my fucking album. It came from um, not having any other locations. <laughs> <laughs> not having an idea for the video, so making it a little different. It's hard to find rooftops in London. That's what I was going to say. And it's, and it's Because they're easy to find. They're all around us. Yeah, they're everywhere. But they're but they're hard to get access to. Exactly. That's the thing. I had one, yeah, that I was using for time. It's literally around the corner from here. Mm. And you had to break into a little, like, over a fence and up a derelict, into a derelict building. Yeah. But I used that rooftop bare. And right. just different angles. Yeah, of course. That's <laughs> and as long as the videos weren't like, um, as long as they were about a month apart from each other, yeah. I was using it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's, no one's going to remember, innit? Yeah. <laughs> um, but like uh, with with the artists that you've worked with, like a plethora, yeah. you know, the, the who, the, it's, you know, the, the list reads like a who's who of, you know, the scene at that time. Right? I think the easiest way to say who I've worked with is to say who I haven't worked exactly. with. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. No, it's true. It's so true. No, nah, literally, because it, it, it boils down to like Dizzy, Tiny, that might be it. Yeah. Apart from the new lot, because I haven't really been shooting for like a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, we meant, yeah. you know, an era being the uh, operative word, a, a mm. period. Um, I even worked with the Chuckle Brothers, man. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, I really worked yeah. with everyone. Like. There really is a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what, are, there, are there any videos that we've, that we've, we've never seen? What they, didn't make it out? That never made it out. Your video with random impulse. Ooh. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I did a remix of um, a tune with random, imp uh, was random it, impulse. Was it his tune? tune? It was his tune. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we did a remix. For, in fact, it wasn't even a remix. I'm pretty sure it was an original tune. 
was um I can't really remember produced by but yeah yeah I do remember that shoot it was in, was it West London somewhere it was in I feel like it's in Metropolis Studios it was in Metropolis yeah. Studios in uh, um Chiswick innit? yeah 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 bloody hell. It wasn't that good. The video wasn't that good. Anyway, it was, bit, <laughs> it was a bit rushed. But I don't know why it didn't come out. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I think Random Impulse's um, career as Random Impulse kind of ground to a halt. Yeah, and he's kind of rebranded as Javel. So that was because that was in the sort of latter stages of his career as Random mm. Impulse. I think that would be a logic logical explanation as to why that video never came out. I probably yeah. kind of curtailed it around that point. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Waste of my time, but cool. I've got some new, I've got some <laughs> new kicks sent outside. for it, innit? So it's all good, innit? Mm. <laughs> would you say you have like a top three videos that you've directed since the beginning? Um, do you know what? I genuinely like, I've, there's a list on my computer because I, I like to like remember everything, but I can't remember most of the videos. <laughs> Yeah, you just like, see your name on it, it was, like, oh, that was nah, me. It was literally like, <laughs> no, nah, I do. Like, I literally watch, I, like, something mad. will come up on YouTube and I'll be like, oh, yeah. But, um, no, nah, like, for some reason, the one that comes to my head whenever anyone asks me what my favourite is, is um, Kano and Jamie, uh, Flow of the Year. <laughs> yeah, because that, that was like, I was just proud of that video. Yeah. Um, the first video I ever shot for Kano, I wasn't that proud of, and it was like a bit disappointing because I'm such like Kano's a legend. Like he's literally one of the people I remember watching Channel U and going, "Yeah, I want to do one. I'd love to do a video for Kano one day." Him and Daffy, well, N Dubs at the time, mm. um, and JME actually. So they had a double whammy. Yeah. Do you ever get that shook if you can't think of any ideas for videos? No, because I find a rooftop. <laughs> <laughs> that, that has to be the title. Do you ever get shook like? Nah. <laughs> I, I just, I just find the rooftop. That's so funny. Nah, because if it was me, like, I can understand how music artists will get writer's block and yeah. then get shook like, oh my gosh, is my career done? Mm. Like, if do you I know the only time that happens is when, and I haven't done this very much because I purposely chose not to step into this world. But when, you, when you're writing a treatment for a label find that pressure because yeah. you feel like it has to be a little bit like you have to explain your vision and I, my vision is just always in my head it's hard mm. to put onto paper yeah so um that's the only time like I've literally missed deadlines and missed out on videos because of that not coming up with the right idea yeah I or, usually or come up with or not being able to put it down because that's a famous trait yeah. uh, a famous trait among creatives yeah you know we can be quite bad at administ administrative stuff mm. you know we 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 sort of think of all this shit in our heads, but ask us to sort of articulate it. I love the way you said heads. No H in our heads. Yeah, heads, isn't it? It's in our heads. Like it's yeah, it is. It is something that sometimes you just wish that they would take your word for it. Hundred <laughs> percent, and that's why I like that's part of the reason I was happy with doing hood videos. Yeah, like. Because you could literally talk to an artist and explain it. Absolutely. And or some artists just literally trusted you to yeah. just go and do it without explaining it. Exactly. Um, I remember I remember shooting with you the um, Elro video, the remix. Um, yeah. I can't remember the name of the song. Um, oh, I can't, but it was me, Elro and Getz. Getz. And that um, was the location around the corner that has the rooftop. Literally <laughs> around the corner, yeah. But remember, we didn't use a rooftop. 
We no, were we on the ground floor yeah, of this yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, derelict building. I probably had used it that much. <laughs> you, you, you looked at it. Like, oh, <laughs> all right, let, let's stay. Let's stay ground. But it was an amazing location as well. Mm. We did um, the we did the that sort of famous intro scene in it in that car park in uh, that shopping centre somewhere else in East London as well. Do oh, you remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We made it look like it was going to be another warm up. So yeah, and I and and I like I didn't know about the treatment before we started shooting. Morgan just told me to meet him in this car park, and I did. And then we we did the the. I, I basically was learning what the plot of the video was going to be as we went along, and it's genuinely like one of my favorite videos that I've ever sick, been featured in. So you sick. get me? So I am like, I don't know, living testament of artists just trusting directors in mm. it, and maybe and and labels not being so sort of ready to do so to take the word for it. everything's got to be written down so it can be so and i understand why you know so it can be accounted for and all that mm. they're running the business after all yeah because i mean that could go really wrong i guess yeah you could put six grand down on a video and then it's just crap or yeah i suppose yeah and then you'd feel i suppose you'd be kicking yourself because you'd be like probably should have told them to tell me what the idea was before yeah. before we but labels and that want budget breakdowns and all of that so yeah. it all comes into play yeah when the accountants came into the industry that's when everything got really <laughs> no, I'm just that's, like, what, what? that's what someone told me a, a very reliable source what's the most expensive video you shot sorry to cut that's you. right um that in terms not of budget. that not that much money um it was i think it was probably the come down remix western okay um krepton conan avelino and youngin oh that video was sick siobhan bell yeah the leading ladies in that yeah um black and white yeah. Incredible video. Yeah, it was so all the money went on um studio hire, lighting guys, red cams, um, yeah, all that kind of stuff. I think it was like four, four and a half grand. Not that much. I've never really I've purposely not stepped into big budgets. Is there a reason behind that? Or that what? will come. You, you just hold to back for a reason. Yeah. Or? When I want to when I do that, I want it to look like it was worth that much money. Yeah. I feel you. Do you get what I mean? Because I feel like the come down. Hype <laughs> <laughs> William. Yeah. Hi, hi, my favorite. My <laughs> Vegas. My favorite music video is Hate Me Now. No, no it's yeah. Diddy. Hype Williams. Hype Williams yeah. the yeah. guy, he, man. He owned an era of yeah. hip hop music. And Benny Boom as well. Hype Williams. Benny Boom. Mm. Who yeah. else is there? Director X, I think his name is or something like that. No, there's Director X and there's Benny Boom. He's yeah. just still going. Director yeah. X is just around. Still. Yeah. Didn't he do that Drake video? Yeah. He did um, Thingy. Hot and obviously, it was a throwback to Sean Paul, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because he done both of those yeah. yeah. Sort of 11 years between the two or something like that. Colin Tilly's a G. Yeah. Well. He forever, yeah. But he more owns this era now. Mm. Like he's like the Hype Williams of now, I okay. think. Okay. Yeah. Do you ever watch music videos like, fuck, man, I wish I'd come up with that idea? Um, or you don't want to do that because it's been done in that video. Like, I don't think I've ever felt like that. I just think things are sick. Right. Yeah. I, I'm not. I don't. Does it not work like not, that? Not that the, I can. Because I, I yeah. hear songs and no, think, I think I it, pro it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it probably lie. does. Now, do you know the one music video I wish I'd done? Rattling Messiah. Because Messiah. because that song, yeah, just put my ends on. Yeah. Like that put West and in particular Harrow Road and Mozart on the map. Mm. And it was just a, such a bad boy song. And it was captured so perfectly. Rashid actually shot that because I think Ade didn't turn up on the day or something. Okay. But yeah, I wish I'd done that. I'd done Ratlin's next music video. And it was just a sick, but Messiah was the blueprint. Yeah, the yeah sort of. that's the one video. But I don't watch the big 
budgets and go, I wish I'd done that because I'm, I'm, I'm not there. Would you say, would you say as a uh, director, sorry, would you say it's easier when you've got more money at your disposal? That's harder. Yeah. Because you've actually got organized shit. Yeah. Like when soon, even like if, if the label's giving you four grand or if anyone's giving you four grand, you have to show what you're doing with it's it true, and you yeah. have to account for it. I'll and just buy bear munch. <laughs> <laughs> bear fruit shoots. <laughs> but do you, know, do you know what? I, I, <laughs> it, um, if you get what I've realized and I had to learn this the hard way is that when you get budgets like that you have to pay for a producer because yeah. it's not the director's role to find the models to do this to do that but as in a hood video world when you're getting paid 300 pounds it is your role it's you and the artist's role to make everything happen yeah. but as soon as you've got a bigger budget you get a producer and it's his role to, or her role to make Everything happened. So I learned that for the first time I ever had a producer was the Come Down remix. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that's a luxury, I suppose, isn't it? Being it able is. to just Yeah, you literally on the visuals. I, I was like I turned up in the morning and I just there was breakfast there. I was like, Oh sick. Had breakfast, sat down, I was Touch like you. people were running around building sets and I was like, Do you want me to do anything? And they were <laughs> like, No, like People were talking to me with mad respect. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was the director on yeah, set. Of course. It was the first time I felt like that still. Did sick. you have one of them chairs? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. I wish I did. Uh, yeah, yeah. That you would be on my rider if, yeah, if <laughs> I... If <laughs> <laughs> where's my chair, Raspberries and blueberries. You get me? You got me all these young pastries. Now, where's, where's my chair? Young pastries. <laughs> okay, what was the first video you ever done? The um, Uko, you must have been really young, but... The first, I'm still really young. I was gonna no, like, re no, like really, 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 really young. The like first years video ago. I was ever involved in was, it's still on YouTube. I think it was like eight years ago now. So I was, nah, it's got to be longer than that. It was, it's, it's called Female All Stars and it's called Grab That Mic and it's got like No Lay, Lady Fury. Hey, it's A dot on it. Nah. I don't think she Why was about like these times. Oh, shit. It was Queenie in it. it yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's cold. Yeah. yeah. Queenie, big up Queenie. Um Linus? Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. So though. that was like basically that was actually shot by El Mino, mm -hmm. who I didn't know at the time. That was the first time I met him. Um and it was directed by a guy called Electric from Brixton. But I kind of helped him direct it and then me and my brother edited it. So that oh, was the same. first video I was ever involved in. But the first video I directed, done everything myself, was for my boy Skits, who went on to be in Piff Gang exactly. and Top Boy. Yeah. Um, and it was called London Rap with a W, W-R-A-P. Mm -hmm. And that's got Louis from Weston in it as well. But this is all like eight, nine years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when, when did you realize you wanted to direct videos or be involved in visuals for music? Um, when I got Sky. Yeah. And I just started watching bass and Channel U. And, oh, I, see. and I literally just watched it on repeat. Yeah. My entire evenings were just watching music videos. Of course. And I knew that I loved music and I knew that I didn't know I wanted a job in music, but I knew I was not good at music. I tried DJing, I tried producing, I tried rapping once. And um I knew I just that wasn't for me, but I knew music was all I cared about. Yeah. And visuals was the way that I, my contribution to music. Right. I never wanted to go into film. People I bet you studied something completely different in college, didn't no, it? No, I studied um, uh, media in oh. A-level and then film production. 
I dropped out of uni, but I always, yeah, music from about 14 years old, I knew music videos is what I wanted to do. Yeah. I was just fascinated by them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you glad you dropped out of uni? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I dropped out because I was, I, I took two years out anyway. I was just working in retail and, um, and I was kind of shooting things here and there, but I didn't know how to edit and I just wasn't completing music videos. And I was like, this isn't really working out. While this isn't working out, I should be doing something like getting a degree. I just thought, okay, cool. So two years after college, I went to uni. And then within the first year of me starting at uni, I was like, this is shit. The teachers aren't teaching me anything. Sometimes I just go in and they put a film on. It's like, you could have emailed me to watch the film. And then within that year, I'd met Jamal. And by the time it was time to re-enroll for my second year, I was actually getting paid for music videos. So I just thought, I can always come back to uni if yeah. I need to. Yeah. I've got my dream job. Oh, bye, yeah. Felicia. Bye. <laughs> yeah. I don't need you no like, more. To be honest, was actually Felicia as well. Halfway through the year, I was like not turning up. Yeah. So when it was time to re-enroll, yeah. It's horses for courses, isn't it? You know, uni works for some people, it doesn't. I yeah. dropped out of uni um, once and enjoyed it so much, I actually did it three more times. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Dropping out uni is cool. The mad thing is, yeah. <laughs> I'm joking, like kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, seriously, like if you, uh, what I would say is, I'm not one of those people that's going to go stay in school. If school ain't for you, yeah. for me, and you know it ain't for you, and you yeah. know you've got another plan, then do what you feel is right. That's yeah. the only advice I would give, and it's the same advice I would give to my kids if I were to have any. Yeah, I'd 100%. say, look, if you want to go uni, go uni. If you don't want to go uni, don't go uni. But get a basic education, whether you like it or not. Yeah, mm-hmm. you've got to learn how to read and write. Yeah. Like, uni's a... I don't know. I wouldn't have studied like from when I've gone up for Freshers Week, and uh, I just said, "Nah, this ain't me. I'm not gonna study. I'm just gonna waste money and party." But yeah, yeah. I That's. Like anyone in my class who didn't go to uni, I was like, "Should I be going?" Like everyone's spending a whole lesson on UCAS, whatever it's yeah. called, and I'm just like chilling. The 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 good thing about uni is um, being around like-minded people. Yeah. Because I wasn't when I was not at uni, and the two years I took out, I was just not around anyone that was motivating me. And then I guess you get put in a group of 30 people that are whatever, however many people that are, have the same goal as you, or yeah. a similar goal. So you start to throw ideas back and forth. But I went to a really good uni as well. Like I went to um, London College of Communication. Oh, right. LCC, yeah. yeah, yeah. Big LCC, Elephant and Castle, yeah. yeah? Yeah, I went there for like two weeks and then I quit. Yeah, <laughs> like it's supposed to be good, but I just, I think they were cutting budgets and all that at the time and it just didn't feel like, it didn't feel like, it was doing me much benefit, yeah. yeah. And at the same time, and it was costing me loads exactly. of money. Exactly, they're cutting and budgets. And that was that was before it went up to nine grand or whatever. Yeah, it was like it three was, grand. Yeah, but it was still it? like like I still owed like seven bags or something. Yeah. For what? That's like, I'm not paying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck him. I don't think anyone will. I was yeah. gonna say, have you got any like funny stories on video shoots? Like, obviously you've filmed like a lot of videos. Like, what's what's a funny situation that sticks in your head? Like. Funny situation. Like police turning up or... Yeah, police turn up all the time. Like something funny, anything like in your head that's The maddest shoot I've ever done was the Bando remix, Pot of Paper, featuring Jay Avalanche, Tef, and... <laughs> Who else is on that tune? You remember? Who else is on that tune? I can't remember, but yeah, the Bando remix. Right. We started shooting in... North London with Jay Avalanche. They're shooting. G Money's there, but he's not allowed to be in the area because he's on. I shouldn't even say that. What the fuck am I? Yeah, but he's 
J Money and G Money is not there. Right. And um and someone called someone runs up, oh pagans are local, boom, boom, boom. So like that they're obviously they're warring or whatever. So mm. they've got their their pagans are close in their end. Yeah. So they're they're kind of lacking. So they've now we have to go. Boom, boom, boom. So they're calling for bits and bobs and it was all a bit mad. And I'm with a cameraman who's not from that world. Like he's just like, so he's trying to work out what they're saying because they're talking in mad codes. Like what? Mm. I'm not got the team. Like what? It's local. And he's like, and he's, like, he's, he's like, so he's like, li he's listening. thinking, like, This is mad still. Why do we have to jump in the car? Why are we dusting off? Anyway, so we got, we went, we, we went to another shoot, another location, happened to be a crackhead's house. A real band, or well not a band, but a crackhead's house. So we shot in there. And then the next night I shot Tef's bit and he took me to Clapham and we had to break into some abandoned estate mm -hmm. and walk up with no electricity. Like this is mad dripping and everything. And um, we went into some flat that had been used as a grow house mm. in an abandoned estate in South, four in the morning, casual. Um, <laughs> Yeah, shot in there. And then we shot part of the paper scene. We met him again really late, like at like one in the morning. And then he was like, oh yeah, cool. We're gonna just drive to the location. An hour and a half later, I'm like, well, we're not there yet. <laughs> oh, wow. Where are we going? We were going to Clacton on sea to go to another Nitty's house and shoot in there. And then we were shooting around some abandoned houses there and the police turned up and tried to shut it down and whatnot. Oh yeah, Bonkers was on that tune. He was with us that night. Oh, same. Um, yeah, that was the maddest shoot. I yeah. think there's no behind the scenes footage of this. Nah. Man. That would have been crazy. There's a, there's a bit, the only behind the scenes footage is of the police because the cameraman started shooting while they were like um, searching me and Potter and all that. Oh, same. They, yeah. they proper went in on you lot. Yeah, yeah. Because we're literally, it's like, you got to think, it's Clacton on sea. It's like around a really poor area with abandoned houses. A couple people live there. We're playing music loud. Why are we there? There's like 20 of us. Yeah. They, yeah. With with music and cameras. Yeah. What could they possibly be doing? <laughs> Let's search them. That's what I would have done if I was a police officer. <laughs> yeah. What's the most difficult artist you've worked with? I understand if you don't want to say names, like, but difficult. Dappy. Dappy, yeah? Yeah. He said it with no remorse. <laughs> no, because Dappy, Dappy's my guy and I'll tell him he's difficult. Yeah. Was it just difficult? He's like perfectionist, perfectionist, or it's just... I think it's, be, I don't know what the word is, but it's beyond perfectionist. It's like, I don't think it will ever be right. Right. Like, ones, yeah. yeah, so Tarzan 2, I think nine or 10 edits. Like, Jesus. send it to him. Send it to him. This is how he rings you. He watches it. He rings you. Love the video. Love the video. Love the video. But can you change this? This is. Yeah. Like that, like, love the video softens the blow. <laughs> the 20 <laughs> changes I've got to do. Um, He's perfected the art of a shit sandwich, it's called. Compliment. Yeah. What's wrong? Compliment. Yeah. Love the video though, mate. Speak to you later. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and then, so I change everything, send it back to him, same thing. Love the video, love the video. But can you change this, 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 this? And I was like, but those were in the original edit and you didn't want them changed. So now you want things that will, yeah. again, I change everything and now you want changes that were there from the beginning. You could have told me that. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever said like, fuck you and hang up the phone <laughs> on them before that? Like, because that sounds like a madness. Like, I'd get fed up by the third edit, bro. Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm patient, man. <laughs> it's one of my... Like you never switched on the artist. Things. Like, bro, fuck you. I'm not doing a video. Like, <laughs> um, 
Like, you're ringing me 10 times, bruv. Like, I told you, I'll deal with I've it. I've switched on artists and said, like, am I your girl? Why are you ringing me so yeah. much? Like, Because mm. that must jar you, innit? Like, yeah. once it's done, like... Some artists feel like they can ring you at four in the morning as yeah. well. I used to have anxiety. When I was just shooting music videos, I didn't like my phone. I wasn't... I, like, I had anxiety of phone calls. Yeah. Not because... Just because I was, like, so many people trying to hunt me down of... Yeah. Like, get in contact with me. Did you ever feel like you'd gone too far? As in, you you you'd literally like worked with so many people that you didn't know who was ringing you when and what they would want. You're editing one video and someone else yeah. rings you up to edit their video. And yeah, did you, did you ever feel like that? Yeah, all the time. But I think, like, genuinely, that's just hood music video directors in general. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It shows know, you in demand. I, know, as I well. know that Caden feels like that. I've spoke to him about it, and I've told him you need to just pick and choose and and not. It's your mental health at risk, <laughs> like, yeah, man. Um, because people don't f- remember, don't think about it. And once the shoot's done, they think, okay, cool, it's done. But no, you got to go home and edit that, and that takes six or seven hours or whatever, however long it takes you. And you're juggling different edits because getting f- paid three hundred pound a time just doesn't cut it. Yeah, like that's actually like at the time, I was getting paid like three three fifty for a video mm. a few years back, and that was like, that was one of the highest I think I was one of the highest paid at that time yeah different now but yeah you was you definitely was yeah. um could you just tell me why directors just go missing sometimes because it's mad annoying. you chase us down <laughs> no, I'm joking um because of that that's the reason like genuinely like but if you say we take on too much if you say the video is going to be ready this day and I'll call you two days later and you're not picking up your phone and you haven't really started editing the video, and you're just airing me. What's what's that about? <laughs> Bernie, Bernie's just checking for this. Is everyone? This I is all. I, I feel like I owe him a video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> Bernie's just putting it out there for any video, man. That's longed him out. Like, yo, no, why that, is this? Morgan's here now. Do you know He's what gonna it is? explain it's the like, secret. Do you, do you know what it is? It's, it, it is all of them, all of them. And and I'm on the other end of it now, as a manager. I'm on the other end of it. We're but gonna um, get, we're gonna get into that. Producers time. are the same though. Sending stems and all that, like producers can be like that as well. Yeah, but I depends think who you fuck with though. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that um, I think it's just what I said. It's just like they've taken on too much. Like if they tell you Friday, they do genuinely mean they're gonna try and get it to you Friday. But they've shot three videos in that space of time, and some of the nights they've gone home and they've looked at their computer and gone, "I can't edit tonight." I need to sleep. Mm. And I think that's that's not really an excuse, but that is the reason. I think they take for granted what you do. Who? Like the art, like the people that, they just think you video it, sit in front of a computer, and do you think they take for granted the whole process? Of I, th- I know they do, because artists that have gone on to try and shoot their own videos have told me they respect me a lot more since they tried to edit a video. Yeah. yeah. That's good, though, because like, when they're ringing you up and that, and then eventually they go it through themselves so they mm. can eventually relate. So yeah, but like, most artists won't. They'll just find a new director. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Mango was actually the guy that started shooting his own videos. and He was chasing me. Me and him actually became really good friends because he was chasing me down for one video one yeah, time. Yeah. And we just had to have a conversation and we became really good friends. <laughs> but then he started shooting his own videos and he said, like, I respect you proper. Yeah. But he's actually got sick at shooting as well. He has, yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually, um, I'm, I'm seeking here his um sort of vision yeah for something in future yeah. i think it's important for artists like you were saying to immerse themselves in different aspects of 
the music industry, whether it's at street level, like I've I've sat with editors, mm. scene by scene after direct, because I've, I've you know direct a handful of videos for an artist I manage, and I've made sure I sat with the guy that's editing it just to see how painstaking it is, just mm. to see how like arduous a, ta a task it is. Mm. You can go until like the small hours of the morning, in it, mm -hmm. and um, I, I think I'd, I'd advise most artists to do the same thing mm -hmm. just so they can see and not take. Uh, video directors and editors for granted and see that you're right it's not just magically a video isn't just magically appearing scenes arranged after you've shot it on mm. um after you shot it on a camera there, there's so much more um work that goes into it mm -hmm. after you know you wrap the shoot do you know what i mean mm. so i think yeah i think it's important for uh, for an artist to get it familiar with all it was proper things. normal for me to go to sleep at like six or seven a.m yeah and wake up again shooting by midday. So that was proper normal. Yeah. And when I look back at it now, I wasn't. I was. I was depressed. I wasn't happy. I wasn't getting enough sleep. It's you mad don't though, realize you're at depressed, time. but you're doing your dream. That's where it's like yeah, what? Like but it's the actual. I I got to the point where I hated doing music videos. Mm. I'm only just like a year and a half later starting to consider going back into yeah. like doing so you ain't picked up a camera for a year and a half no i have right, the odd one like i've had the the been able to choose yeah yeah you're in that position now yeah. where you don't know you could i'm not relying on that yeah. to pay my rent yeah, I yeah. Feel you. but when i was i was working every day every night what's the management life now like now is it better would you say or yeah I this sleep, is the I transition that we uh, pay you. special attention to now from yeah. video director to manager so that is that the reason that you sought another role in the industry. Did you become so tired of directing that you just wanted to do something else, or did Western come at come along at a time just a sort of fortunate, convenient? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. just sort of fell into your lap almost. Western, Western was like my saving grace. Yeah, yeah. It genuinely, genuine, genuinely was the universe working. Mm. Um. I was managing artists though since since I started shooting videos. Yeah. I had one or two artists, one of them being Louis, who became a member right. of Western. Yeah. Because that's just my guy that I grew up with. He used to rap back in the day, innit? He yeah. was on bars, yeah. Yeah, the reason he rapped was because I wanted him on my iPod. I was like, you have to rap because I'm your fan, innit? Oh, scheme. Yeah. yeah. So that I I fell into the management role. Mm. Um but yeah, I basically moved to LA for six months um, because I, w I had an argument with someone over a hundred pounds, so an artist, and I said, Do you know what? This is I'm not arguing over a hundred pounds, man. Fuck, I was in those fuck the UK mode, mm. and um, this is I was like, the UK's petty, man. Fuck this. And Deneo, my other close friend, was like having a similar argument about a publish publishing on a song mm -hmm. and he was like fuck this man and we were like editing one of his videos one night and i was i was like i bet this doesn't happen in america <laughs> obviously it does but like i was like i bet it doesn't happen in america come we go there i know one guy like he's living out there like he's my guy let's let's go and we booked a flight that night and we lived in la for like six months yeah i remember that period mm, and um and i was like if they do argue about all this, it's probably for a million dollars anyway. Yeah. It's not 100 pounds. And so it sounds better because it's yeah. an American accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking 100 bucks, man. <laughs> <laughs> you owe me a fucking 100, nigga. 
Fuck yeah. around. You can actually shoot people over your money over there as well. <laughs> yeah. The man ain't fucking around over there, you know what I'm saying? Over money is so much yeah. more exciting over there, yeah. Shoot up your block for $50, nigga. <laughs> yeah, so we moved out there. And um, I just stacked some money, mm. went out there, and just planned to stay as long as I could and hope to get work. Um, I did, did get, get work, yeah? I did get work, but I didn't get paid for it. And eventually, after six months, I came back because I was broke. Mm. But in that time, so much happened, and it was all eye-opening. And my friend that was shot in out there at the time, um, me and him met a guy called Post Malone. Right. And he, yes, but yeah. you were the first person to ever that I ever saw plug. Because I was plugging him before he released music. Ex yeah, yeah. Mm. Like I remember, I genuinely remember you were the first yeah. person by months to talk Mr. about. Mr. Jam guy. has got emails of post of White Iverson in his email before the release date. Mad team. Yeah, a few DJs do. Did yeah. he spin it? Did he spin it? Did he take you on board? No or comment. Did he just edit. No comment. No comment. <laughs> That's always the Swag way, though, in. isn't it? Like, it's always the way. Like, I got this hard artist, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, like, mm. a few months later, they're busting. Yeah. Mm. A, lo a lot of the time, everyone listens when everyone listens, yeah. if you get mm. what I'm saying. But, yeah, so my friend was 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 shot in out there or whatever. Um, and then doing... And then... But he managed... I met him. He managed um, Soros, who used to be in PDC. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Six. Yeah, six he managed him. And I met them through going out to America and shooting a video for Soros in Miami. Mm. So then when I went back, he was just still doing his thing. He wasn't managing, he was managing Soros. But then I took, like, we, we came across, he was like, I got this kid, he's post, post Malone. I met him, I was like, bruv, you have to manage this guy. Like, he was like, yeah, I'm already going to do it. But I was mm. like, yeah, but no, but get paperwork now. Like, he's, because there were bare people around Post that mm. wanted that job as well. Yeah. Um, and then while I was out there, February 2015, they released White Iverson, and literally overnight, I had been to like five states in four days, mm. like touring. Yeah. Like off That's one mad. song on SoundCloud. Yeah. Like Texas, Atlanta, New York. Got stranded in Miami, lost my passport. It was a madness. Yeah. Um, Better madnesses than being searched in Clacton on sea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting a video, innit? Yeah. So much better. Exactly. But like, it's mad because that happened for him. And then that kind of just, I didn't learn anything new, but mm. I experienced a phenomenon of an artist blowing up. And then I came back, literally, I remember the day they were like, oh, we're going South by Southwest. I was like, I ain't got no money. And they were like, we'll pay for you. And I was like, I'm just not that kind of guy. Like I was like, my flight's today back to London. I'm yeah. not changing it, I'm going. Yeah. So I left, came back. And then within a month, Into happened. Yeah. Western. So literally, I literally, for that month when I came back, I was depressed. I was had holiday blues. Mm. I was back in the cold. I didn't know what I was doing. I was out of the loop in music videos because I've been away for six months. People right. weren't hollering me no more. And um, like I, I used to describe my my telephone as like a shotter's line. Like people hollering me for videos yeah, all yeah, the time. Like I was, I made a joke on Twitter saying I could probably shot my line to one of these young directors, <laughs> but. Six months of being inactive, I just, I, there was, so I was like, Western coming around at that time was literally like the universe working. Absolutely. And it was something that I'd been doing, I was managing, but it was never, I never really saw where that was going to go. I just did it because my friends needed guidance yeah, and help. Yeah. And I was the one from the ends that had my foot in and I mm -hmm. knew the Grind Dailies, the Link Up TVs, the yeah. radio plug, mm -hmm. the, the DJs, the pluggers. I knew everyone from SBTV. 
So I was just helping him. And that's how it kind of came about. Yeah. How did you link up with SBTV? Because like you was one of the first guys after Jamal to take out the camera for them. Like, like yeah, how it did was link up. Um, it was through a friend of mine who I also used to manage called Ash Catchem. Yep. Um, he went to college with Jamal. We're all from West London. Yeah, of course. Acton um, Grove down the strip, yeah. Oxford Road. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it was Ealing College they went to. Um, and. I knew Jamal, he was doing his thing. I was trying to build my own channel. Rashid was over on the northwest side doing his thing. Me and Rashid didn't really used to get on. Okay. Um, what was your channel called? Huh? I got the Keys TV. Imagine that. In you two I got the Keys. Keys. DJ Khaled, boy. In two, you some money, G. In 2006, seven. Mm. Uh, there's, the videos are still up there. I got the Keys, but it was with a Z. So if I copyrighted it, it still wouldn't have mattered. Right. But, um... Yeah, so I was doing doing that, and we. The f- um, yeah, that's a keys. Good question. My, I got the keys. Is that come oh on? Oh my gosh! Come on! <laughs> now nah, that's not the reason. Someone I turned got, up late to the party. <laughs> <I> Jesus! <laughs> he just said well, it's not the reason. <laughs> I got the keys. Came from Morgan Keys. Yeah, exactly. But people in school used to call me Keys. Oh shit! Or Keys Man, Keys, all kinds of. Did you play piano? Or did you, nah. Did you flip a lot? I was or? just. It, it Spandle. was like I was kind of the guy that could get everything. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. unlocks unlock certain parts of life and all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like deep. whenever someone wanted something or done something, I was like a guy that Cut. could get you discount on it or yeah. get it for you or this yeah. Dis- uh, yeah. Um, but my surname starts with a K as well, so people it kind of was both okay. like key, like you know when like like people like Keysy Key like it just yeah. and it just start with keys, yeah, yeah. Um. I didn't want people to call me Keys. Any, anyone old school calls me Keys, anyone from West, but oh, I, I wanted people to call me Morgan, so I yeah. put Morgan in front of the okay. Keys so yeah, that yeah. people still knew it was Keys, but it was Morgan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I can't remember what I was saying before that. About linking up, you went to Elon College and yeah, you so with Rashid or something. Um, uh, Jamal was doing his thing. He had the Skepta and... Yeah, what was the issue with Rashid at the time? You can't, you can't just like sidestep that with with Bernie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wants the like, juice. Mm. It was like tell us why you hate Rashid. I don't hate Rashid. I love Rashid, man. Rashid's my guy. Um, but it was I can't even really remember. But it, I feel like it was on MSN. Six point two Messenger. Yeah, it's going out here. like that. Yeah. <laughs> he w- but it was to do with like he wanted to borrow. I I basically yeah from my being able to get everything or sell anything, I had I had a little bit more money than people my age. Yeah. And I bought um uh one the first Sony HD camera that came out is called FX one. Okay. And I had that and obviously that was a sick camera. It was like sixteen hundred at the time, mm. which at seventeen years old, eighteen years old, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Rashid hit me up, he wanted to borrow it. The way he hit me up was just felt like a setup. Like, why oh, am I see. giving you this camera? That you're never gonna see it again if you have yeah, it. Like, yeah. We've all been there. Like, let me have a go on your ped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let me see your watch. Let me oh, let me ride nice. the BMX to the shop just let to see how it works. Yeah. Your phone. We all know, we've all seen that happen or been a victim or done that. Do you get what I'm saying? So and just the way he just did like he was hitting me up was just like, why would I even 
I don't know you. Right. Yeah, Why yeah. am I lending you my camera? 1,600 pound worth. Not even now. Yeah. Yeah, see what I'm saying? If not I even did, now, if really, if you don't know them. Something worth 1,600 pounds. The, the way me and Jamal met is, funnily enough, the same way, but I did lend him my camera. But it came through a reliable source. Right. Who, and the way he asked was cool. It didn't seem mad. You come with that, no, Rashid come with that Northwest attitude. Like, yeah. Yo, let me get that for a couple hours, please. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll run I, it back, innit? But I like, can't remember why we actually fell out, but it got to the point where it was like, when I see you watch, da-da-da. it was all that shit. Um, but, yeah. but not borrowing the camera, yeah? I can't remember. What it, what it, that's how it started, I think, yeah. Um, he was called Ice Cold back then. He wasn't even Rashid. <laughs> Ice Cold Productions. He was a producer. Mm. Um, I didn't really trust Northwest guys back then either, man. <laughs> I went to school in Northwest, so I know. What school are you yeah. going to Northwest? I went to Queen's Park. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. He's out there in the deep end, so he knows. Yeah. <laughs> New York. Um, Queen's Park was hood. Like, proper, like, our, our uniform was a tracksuit. <laughs> yeah, lying. It's not lying. It was a red and black tracksuit, and we had a red and That's black. We had a red and black varsity, ghetto. varsity jacket. Man, That's yeah. actually lit. With, it was sick. That's, That's why I went sick. to the school. And then I had the you red wear trainers uh, as you well. Could wear yeah? trainers, so you obviously no, you had to wear shoes, Rebecca. <laughs> you know, swag. <laughs> obviously, like if you was, you were getting the red and black Air Forces, yeah. like matching it up. That's mad. mad. Yeah, so. I wish um, I went Queens, but I'm gonna like switch my parents when I when I see them next. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So me and Jamal met because he had the Skepta and Gigs video to shoot, and he wanted it to be as higher quality than his. At the time, he had that little flip cam. Yes. So he wanted it to be higher, cam, um, higher HD, mm. and um, yeah. So my friend Ash, who's my guy, said like Jamal wants to use the camera because it came through Ash. I was cool with it. Um, if anything had gone wrong, there would have been leads to chase To get to it, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's all local saying. anyway. You lot of grow his acting. Yeah, exactly, yes. exactly. So, yeah. Um, but I still didn't know him from nowhere. I just knew he was Just because cool. he'd been vetted yeah. by, by Ash. Yeah. Vouch, vouch yeah. You need that vouch, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So I let him... So that's how we kind of got cool. And then Femfell was kind of his mentor at the time. And... I think he might have said to Jamal at some point, like, you can't do this by yourself anymore. Like, th Jamal was going in. He was, like, getting London Transport to all over the place, filming Black the Ripper, Wretch, this person, that person. I know they weren't coming to him back then. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? And you can see on the early, people are asking, yeah. what's the name of the DVD? What's the name yeah, of the camera? Yeah. Like, see what so I'm yeah. saying? So That's when it's newborn and that, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Newborn films. Yeah. But, um... So, I think Femfell must have said to him, you need to expand, you need a team. And... I met Femfell through Trapstar, Trapstar being West London as well. Mm -hmm. At the time, I was shooting the video content for Trapstar online, and there was a particular thing I'd done, which was called Real Recognize Real, and it was like interviewing a bunch of different rappers and asking them what that means to them. Mm. And Jamal liked that. And so when Femfell recommended, said, what do you think about Morgan? He was like, yeah, sick. Um, Femfell called me, I was like, I'm not on it. Like, I'm trying to build my own thing. Okay. Um, and then I thought about it, and I thought, do you know that the actual, this is funny, yeah? Because this was when Grand Daily were just becoming prominent. Yeah. And um, I was saying to Jamal, you've got the freestyles and all that on Smash. Grand Daily are killing you on the music video thing right now. Right. Like, so 
let me just jump on board and strictly do music videos. I don't want to film freestyle. Mm. Um, but on one condition, I can always put directed by Morgan Keys. I don't want it to people to think it was you. I want to build my brand yeah, at yeah, the same time because yeah. I was already building my brand. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and that's that's history. That's how it started. Right. And um, do you know? What? I think I think that's that's probably a really good place to take a break. Yeah, that's what's have up. A little, have a little smoke and uh, and then yeah, come back and then we're gonna talk more to Morgan about all things Western yeah. and. Um, just some shit that's going on in the world right now. And of course, the track of the week. I know, I know Rebecca's waiting eagerly Come for on, that part. Come on, we got a big track, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you on the other side for the shorter half. All right, we're back. Shorter half of episode 26, TBC podcast. We are talking to Morgan Keys. We were talking about Westerns. We're going to continue to do so. Western season. Western season. Jeez. Uh, so, we, you know, you were... We we all agreed that um, that that was sort of the universe conspiring to to help you at a time when you most needed it. Yeah. Um. Your uh, foray into management was more of a vocation, as you said as mm. well. It wasn't just some people. I think there's two types of managers. There are the people that see a sure thing in it, mm. and there are the people that go into it as a vocation, they feel these people actually need my help, need mm -hmm. my contacts. They're artists. What they do should just be creative mm -hmm. and I should be there to kind of point them in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, understand? Yeah. Um, did you did you see Western getting this big? And it's only just beginning, obviously. You know, this is, you know, touch wood, by no means their peak. Um, did you see it getting this big, though? Um, no, nah, not really. I can't say I did because I remember a conversation about... Do you reckon like it was because it was summer when we released it and I was like, do you reckon we'll get some like bookings for Freshers Week and that? Mm. And um, those were the bars you were setting. Yeah, and like, <laughs> what do you reckon? Do you reckon uh, like hundred thousand views? Do you reckon we could? Like, I I I remember specifically saying, um, I'll be gassed if I'll be happy if we get past a hundred thousand views. I think yeah. that's what this deserves. Yeah. So you, this yeah. is all just a dream and everything that's happened. Yeah, is but that's right, because right. I was, I, like I said before, I was fed up of where the UK scene was. I wasn't fed up of the UK scene. I was fed up of where it was. Bear in mind this last year, so much has changed. Yeah, I'm actually amazed with where it is now because a year ago it wasn't like this. It was frustrating. Things were getting released and not getting what they deserved. Not getting what like it's just, it was just too a much madness. saturation. Would you say it was just overly saturated? It's still saturated, but was it for you? Was it like it was too much going on? Or no, it wasn't that there was too much going on. It was just it, things weren't reaching a potential and getting the recognition that they deserved. Um. Yeah. So I forgot my train of thought. Yeah, we're just talking about th their success. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I remember conversations of like our. Uh, like 300,000, what do you reckon? 100,000, yeah. And then the three of them were solo artists at the time. And they, none of them had passed. The only person that had got more than 100,000 views was Louis on a warm-up session. Right. And then he, all the videos he released after that were like 12,000, 30,000, 35,000. So... You was looking at collectively, so if he's getting 30, he's getting 20. I was just looking at it like, this is a good song. It deserves to get over 100,000 views. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at some of the songs on Link Up TV and I'm going... This is a better song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And there was a feeling, the reason we were even having those conversations was because there was a feeling around it in West London. 
the three of them being from different parts of West, uniting different parts of West, because West is, if you don't know, it's very segregated. Every area beefs every area. Um, no unity at all. N- there, there was no unity in West. That's why we recorded it West Turn, West, West's Turn, mm. Western. Also, like that's what we—that was a slang word we used to, yeah, from the western. Yeah. So, um, or the wild west, or all that, just all that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Did yeah, you I feel like you had to, to get this big you had to jump into manager mode when you see it blowing up? That's like, exactly. Shit boy! That's like, what exactly what happened. Um, Akel sent the song to Target, who's a good friend of his, just to ask his opinion. He sent him two songs. He said, "What one do you reckon we should? I should drop." Um, just that for his opinion and the next day Target's playing it on radio so I'm like okay cool I'd been sitting on this song since I was in LA Louis sent it to me when I was in LA um, and yeah I was like alright cool we need to we need to move on this so I plugged it sent it to every DJ I know I actually went on like Westside Radio and Represent and Pulse and all those websites and looked at who the DJs were, because I didn't. I knew everyone at One Extra. I knew everyone at Cafe Extra that I needed to, and those kind of and rinse and all that. But those stations, I didn't know the DJs, so I followed them all on Twitter. I DM'd them. I said, "I got this tune. I want you to hear it. Play it if you want. Think you'll like it." Just went in with the plugin, mm. with the mind to then in like two weeks send it to Maurice at Soldier Street and him to actually radio plug it. But I wanted everyone to have had it in their inbox or heard it Prior when they the got that email. Yeah. But and then a lot of people like Twin, A dot, Target, obviously, they all just started playing it off the back of just hearing it. it Genuine was love for the music, yeah. then, yeah. It wasn't yeah. forced upon them, like, because I see radio pl- radio pluggers out here be plugging some shit, boy. Like, <laughs> like, so yeah, that's that's pretty cool. If it comes, what's happening with the live things, like with the Western, like. What's the shows and um, that's it? They've done a madness in terms of shows. So they got their they got their headline show um, on the eighth of November. Where's that? Shameless plug time. Um, yeah, mate. Is Not it, even shameless. Yeah. Just plug. plug. It's at Islington O two, um, the downstairs one. Um, yeah, on the November the eighth. Any li- anyone on the lineup to look out for? Like at the me- at the moment, it's just that little Ute Dino. Yeah, yeah. It's just him, and then I think. I'm not going to confirm the others because yeah, they are not confirmed, but there might be two more slots to fill. Um, yeah, but in terms of live, they've done like, they performed into at Wembley Stadium for Summertime Ball. That's 80,000 people Crazy. singing the song. Like, these are the things where you suddenly step back and you're like, rah, this year's been mad. Yeah. Mm. I see a saying? picture that you posted on Instagram. Yeah. And it was like all the stuff that they've done. And that's when you actually realise like, that's actually a madness. It's nuts. And yeah. it's literally like, uh, when was it? I feel like it was July maybe that we dropped it last year. So that's a year and a half. Mm. Got a couple plaques on your wall because of it. One plaque, one plaque. Is it just, do you, because uh, it's gone, what's the uh, single registered as now at, at, at the time of us speaking? It's, it's just gone platinum. Just gone platinum. Yeah, so I'm waiting on that. Yeah, yeah, all right, cool. So you got the gold one. Mm. Did you not even bother with a silver one? Just no, we didn't even bother because it it just surpassed it so quickly. Yeah, you didn't even you didn't yeah. even hear when it. I went do kind of want it though. I might have the yeah, whole thing in it. Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Might as well. Yeah, plaques are good. I like I like plaques. 
That's they, kind of, like, looking at them is such yeah. a, it feels it feels like a mad thing to say, but I kind of do it for the plaques. Like I, I've yeah. always wanted plaques. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Watching MTV the music videos times, and you see, yeah, yeah, exactly. I've always wanted them, and to me, um, no shade, but that's my award, isn't it? Absolutely. Like award shows, I'm not that bothered about. Yeah. Take it or leave it. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate it's nominations or wins or whatever. No matter what. Yeah. If, whether you win I a Grammy or not, whether you win a rated award or not, whether you win a uh, a mobile or not, a Brit or not. The fact of the matter is, people voted for yeah. that. A plaque is a sure sign that you have surpassed a certain fucking number of sales. It's like, it's that like, is a fact that yeah, no, no one is, can take it's away. Like, yeah, it's true. No, it's true. And it's like the Olympics, isn't it? There's bronze, silver, yeah. and gold. gold. Yeah. And those are, you win those based off of performance Boom, I won that you exactly. get what I'm saying so that's how I see it totally where that's is the plaque in your yard have you hung it up yet it's just on my mantelpiece oh, nice. yeah. oh you're not you're not going to hang it on a wall so I, I'm chilling with Yankee right by the front door I might hang it on the wall but I want I don't want it to be lonely man I want a couple you more. see the vinyl yeah. that is on it is it actual vinyl like is, can you play that or is it just, I don't know because right, I always I wanted to know that, that. Nah, do you know what it looks like it looks like a genuine vinyl though yeah it does yeah it's got grooves in it yeah because every plaque I see the actual tune no it's not the actual tune because my one's got like you know, you can see the gaps where the songs are. So yeah. it's yeah. got like five yeah, songs yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. I think I it's just, just a curious. generic piece of vinyl with grooves in it and it's plated. Mm. Yeah, because knowing me, if I got a plate, I would have dismantled that and just put it on the on the techniques <laughs> and just tried it in the air. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's why I'm just curious if it was like a real Yeah, imagine record. if all plaques were like one tune. It's, it. <laughs> <laughs> it's on loop. Exactly. You are a winner. Your plaque and it's like, you are a winner. Some motivational speech. You know? Go you around platinum. You do. You are great at what you do. I'd be pissed if they done that to me on my plaque. I'd rather there's nothing on there. I'd love it if it was like one of the furious MCs or something in it, and like a beat by like Grandmaster Flashes, like some old school hip hop. You are good at what you do. Sick man. Every plaque ever had that tune on it. I'd be wavy. <laughs> um. Well, like I think the, the the sort of mention of live shows and that is a is a good way to sort of segue into what's been going on in the world around us. Drake's name is obviously still he's clearing up on people's lips, um, namely or most recently because he's just put uh, the Boy Meets World tour tickets on sale for one hundred and fifteen pound. One hundred and fifteen pound is it? Well, it's 55 for the ones that's like level four. So that's like... Right, Skyscraper right, seats, right. yeah. The ones where you can Drake still hear the music. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like level one is like 99 pounds. And then it starts getting all mad. Yeah, he's clearing up. Like mm. He's doing a madness. Like yeah. He's set for life off this tour. Like, Do you think it's fair that um, tickets prices are more are steeper the closer you are to the artist? Do you think that's fair? I think we're all in the same place, isn't it? Right, it's isn't first it? come, first serve. It should I just guess be all. It is. I don't know. You get a better experience, isn't it? I feel like 55 is mad for starting to be in the sky. In the sky, <laughs> you know. What's the like, prices for Western's tickets? Do you know? Uh, I don't, you know. Yeah. Fair I feel like it might be 12 to 15 pounds. Plus that's reasonable. Booking. Plus booking fee. Plus booking yeah. fee. 150 <laughs> plus booking fee. Add now, don't miss out. <laughs> <laughs> Call this number. <laughs> um, but I, I, don't, I don't know whether I think it's fair that... I don't think it is. Because at the end of the day... Oh, but I get what you're saying. So it could be like £55 and then whoever just gets there first. Yeah, it's first come, first serve. Like, whoever like, gets the 55 front tickets first. Like all no, as, as, in, as, in, as in if you're far back, you, uh, the tickets are cheaper or whatever. But then if you're close up, 
they're more expensive. They should do that at the cinema then. It's the same thing, no? <laughs> yeah. no the fuck? It's a different range of like cinemas not going to I hear you. Like, but you go for the music and to know that the guy's performing the tunes, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's the same. And, you, and no same matter where you are in the venue, you're close enough to know that, yeah, that's definitely Drake. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely my <laughs> stuff. The, the screens, what, what, what is the point? You want to feel them. But you can't know. Well, physically can't feel them. them. No, no, not physically feel them. Like you want to, the like, music is not going to sound the same I've, level I've been in, yeah, I've been in stadiums standing. where I'm looking and like, I think it was, who did I see? I think it was like Chris Rock. Like the atmosphere like, is not the I same. I couldn't actually really make him out. Right. It's true. It's, but you, you have get what to I'm see saying? like. So you want to, I don't want to watch it on a screen because I watch it at my house. Yeah, I'm yeah. not here to just listen to his voice. But okay. I suppose singing and rapping is different. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'm just, po- I'm just posing the question. I'm just posing the question. But what would you suggest then that that, that the tickets are the same price all everywhere? I think seating. Yeah, kind of. And it's just I'd, first come first serve. Yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, I think first come first serve. I think seating should be a little bit higher because you're sitting down. It's a lot. You got the luxury. Yeah. yeah, it's been like that since like the Globe and Shakespeare days, though. Mm. There was like it was the fire. It was a fiver to be in the. Actually, it was cheaper to be in the front because you were standing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. But standing's but like what one fifteen. Since Shakespearean times, they've had different prices for different things. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree with like a little bit of fluctuation in price, yeah, but yeah, it's the same. Like one hundred and fifteen pound to stand and sit there, turn there and watch my man. Like, nah, not for one fifteen. He's, he's doing two nights at the O2. I think it? it's free. Six. Six. Oh fuck. Yeah. Then he's just made like a quick twelve mil then. Well, no. Well, when you when, when you, you take out, call it ten in it. Yeah, yeah. If you want to take these out, these venues two. are you like you know like when insurance you do a, and all that, gig shit. that big, big. You book the venue. It's not like the venue goes come and play here. Yeah, of course. Like you have to actually hire that team. So out. the question is, yeah, why is he doing six nights at the O2 instead of one night at Wembley Stadium? Because that's the next step. Do you get what I'm saying? What's the yeah. point I think of doing he one outdo, night at Wembley I think when he you wanted, can do six nights at the O2? I think he wanted to outdo yeah, Jay exactly. and Kanye as well. You do, you do, you you do it in steps, like. I, I always use uh, Ed Sheeran as an example, for instance, A, because he is kind of the archetypal success story of our generation mm. and also because he's a, a mate of mine. Yeah. But he did, what, five nights at the O2, then three nights at Wembley Stadium. His agents and that knew that he could sell out gigs at, the, at Wembley Stadium. Yeah, but, but five, that's what I'm saying. But five nights is less than Wembley Stadium, but six nights is the same as Wembley Stadium. Yeah, it is, because 20,000... Yeah. So why is he doing six? I think... Drake, knowing Drake and his competitiveness, he's trying to beat Kanye and Jay's record of right. doing five. Yeah. He's just doing six. Yeah, yeah. Well, Bieber's, what what's Bieber doing now? Five, I think. Four or five. What, at the O2? But collectively, yeah. the numbers would be Wembley, no? Wembley Stadium, Bieber, isn't it? How much is Wembley's capacity? 80,000, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. you take out some of the seats, isn't it? Yeah. You, you've got to factor it. Actually, no, because then people are on the pitch. So it's, it's not, I think it's when you, when you do a gig there, I think it's somewhere in the region of like 80, 80 something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so yeah. if he's it's doing really, four, five so nights, yeah, at 20,000 a pop, that's 100,000. Right. He's literally could have just it done might two be nights to do with Wembley. It might be to do with the actual show as well, because you might want to, do some stuff production that production and shit come yeah, off the, the stage and all of that stuff you can oh, do in yeah. in Flying an inside yeah. a, um was it arena yeah yeah and an stadium. outside stadium yeah, yeah. you can't yeah, do for real. it's the feel of the show like it's a hip hop show isn't it so yeah. maybe that's you like management you, creed talking there. yeah you <laughs> want it to feel like a hip hop show isn't it i personally don't like hip hop shows in arenas mm. even when i've gone to all kanye's things i'd rather see them in an intimate thing yeah. that's the essence mad? of hip hop isn't it i see drake at shepherd's bush empire a few years ago and his support act was j cole Oh, it was my, and then J Cole's walk. J Cole's walking around the crowd like mm. no one's really running yeah. to him. And J Cole sold out the uh, O2 mad. Arena, hasn't he? Did he? 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure he sold it. He did. He did a night there, didn't he? Or a night or two. I, I know he's. I know he's definitely um, headlined the O2. I just know 115 pounds to see Drake is a bump. It's crazy. That's man. because you don't like Drake, clearly. I, I like his music, but like. I, Would you pay 115 pounds to see? And is there anyone on this I planet pay, that you pay 100? Pounds? Michael oh, Jackson, no, you know, if he was alive. Like, legendary people, like if there was like legends that was there. Like to me, Drake's not a legend, isn't it? Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like. What he's not even been in the game ten years. Like, you think that's what it takes? You think it's I think takes it has time to, to be I think it takes like a long time to I become think a it legend. It takes change in the game, and he has. Yeah, Drake. But is that legendary stuff, status though? Drake is done. an icon, and that and that he's and iconic. That word but is kind of interchangeable with Drake's legend. I'm not disputing that. But Possibly I'd, even in music. I'm not disputing that right now. But I'm just saying, like legendary, like. It's happened too soon. Like all his albums and stuff has been released in like last five, six years. Do you know what I'm saying? So, I'll, for me to call him a legend, I gotta like pinpoint one album. Like Take Care was a good album. It was a very okay, good so album. Okay, so you'd say he's gonna be a legend? Yeah, he's gonna be a legend, but I don't think he's. Well, he said up if there. he dies, he's a legend. That's tr- I think that's true. If he dies today, he he'll be a legend. Yeah, because he's been number. He he took over the number one spot with um one dance and all of that. Like he's done legendary stuff, but I think as a person, I don't think he's got that legendary status. He's on the way to it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? What do you think he has to do? I just think he like he needs to drop like a proper classic album. That he's never going to do that though. But then it's Drake. He's a pop star. He's he's a but was, he's a pop star or rapper. Like which one yeah, is but it? Do you know what? Look, I, I, look I, I what that's like that's I wouldn't call, call him a rapper. Call him an artist, but I'd call him a pop star. I call him pop star, but then people refer to him as a rapper. But he saying, is a rapper. And that's not an insult. It's no, not, but he is. He does because he raps. He'll wrap, round, he'll wrap circles around most of the rappers that are the biggest selling rappers today. But then this is the problem, though, because I've heard so much about ghostwriting. I, like, no yeah. offense yeah. Yeah. That's a big Drake key. or to any but you Drake never heard that, that is a big factor in my belief in someone as an MC. How much of your stuff do you actually write yourself? You. Anyone can recite bars. I hear you. You understand? But we've that's, never, that's just, we never really MC, heard that. That's just pure. I'm, I'm a kind of a purist when it comes to I can't. I can say I like your songs. I can say you're successful. I can say you're, you know, a, a great artist and blah, blah, blah. But I can't say you're a great MC if I know that someone else writes your bars. I just can't. I don't think it's come out necessarily that one of any of his verses have been written. It's always been like guides for choruses and this oh, and that. See. And like, is there any difference in getting a shanty on a chorus or you <laughs> or you like getting someone else to write it and then do you get what I'm saying like I've never heard a, ver- a guide for a Drake verse I feel like when he raps you can kind of tell that he's right I don't know maybe I might be wrong yeah I'm uh, t- to be perfectly honest I don't know the sort of finer details of mm. it and but all I know is who is it Quentin Miller I heard the Quentin Miller reference track in it and to me but that's like 100 band Riddy band. Da, da, da. Yeah, that's da, just, da, that's da, just da, da, a reference. That's Everyone not really does. really a rap, like. And you need to look at how personal his his music is. It's so personal, like no one can write that. Yeah, but him. mate, someone wrote, "I'll be missing you, man." No, but when he's talking about fucking no, but no, Paris, but was it Paris Morton? All right, but put that into perspective. Someone wrote, "I'll be missing you, bro." Like Puff Daddy, as he was called then, his tribute to his dead brethren, Biggie. Someone else wrote that for well, him. Sting was the original, wasn't it? Sting was the original. That's what they yeah. sampled. But I think Source Money, but someone who's like a Rockefeller artist, Source Money, that's that early Rockefeller, yeah. Wrote that song, you get me? Like, I always had a bit of a problem with that. Mm. I didn't even know that. Thanks but for the knowledge. That's just like still. someone writing my, my speech for my brethren's funeral. 
That's not personal. That's not from me. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, but don't it, rap but then. And, don't, make but a rap, and, don't make a rap tribute to your brethren if you can't rap. Do something else. Do something that you're actually good at. Right. Source Money wrote that. And, but his, and, no, his and, point and is, even is the that verses it, on that song weren't that personal. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of hard with you not around. Shine it down. It could have yeah. been yeah. anyone yeah. else what you pray for. You know what I'm saying? Till the day we meet again. Like, whereas Drake... Drake Memories feels Drake feels more personal. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. I I'm not I'm not sold on that. He write, like that people write his raps. Right. No, when you put it like that, you're absolutely right. They, they, it it was a personal matter, but when you break down, <laughs> 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 that could have been about his dead cat. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, for Kinda real. hard with you not around. <laughs> no, you in heaven no, smiling down. Smiling down. <laughs> Big song though. But no, I think like. He's very influential. Like I like Drake's music. I'm, some of his tunes I do bump in it. I do, do relate you know, Drake, to. Do you know, I actually, Deneo backed me up on this. 2010, I said to Deneo that Drake is going to be the one of the, the most defining artists of our generation, of this new generation, 2010. And the reason I said it back then is because I clocked that he was the first the only artist that I can think of that will drop a song on SoundCloud is popping in the clubs, in in your girls' playlist, in on the radio, in and in the streets. Yeah, for real. And on the internet, and breaking the internet. It's true. It's, he's the only artist that has covered that those five places, and the, that's why I say he's a legend because I feel like that's when he took over Eminem. Would you when we drop you the fucking because Eminem just didn't have nah a little bit after that yeah. it was like motion times yeah, yeah yeah that's when he was dropping like three songs on SoundCloud yeah, and yeah, just yeah. shutting down everything um, but he took over Eminem who had all of those except for the clubs it's true he had that's one Eminem would have one club single on his album in it like wouldn't but, did, but Eminem's music really. never got played in clubs like apart from like smack that. You, and freaking D12. Right. But no, nah, nah, I'm just saying that they will play them. Like, not, not what, like in clubs Oceana. that we go to? Yeah, like, 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 if you're like, talking the real... You might have heard of some Eminem in Oceana or yeah. like... You're, you're hearing Drake in a hipster rave, yeah? Two Oceanas, two yeah. flipping a Poland. Thing like, yeah, well. like, everywhere. Yeah, Drake's got it all covered, to be honest. Yeah, I'm not disputing that. And he's done it, yeah? And he's Canadian. He's actually... The maddest thing, I'm Canadian, innit? Like, my, I got a Canadian passport. Mm. My mum was born there. Yeah. I grew up, yeah. South Park destroyed my childhood, bro. <laughs> mm. People used to rip me for being Canadian. <laughs> South Park single-handedly destroyed Canada. Yeah. Drake rebuilt it. Toronto's now... People would rather go to Toronto than New York. And Justin Bieber. I've got friends that want to... get Celine Dion. Not Justin Bieber, man. <laughs> man said Celine Dion. Bat. Drake has called his city... A number and everyone has in the world suit. has followed you're suit. You're absolutely right. He's the most influential He's person the most in the world right now. Absolutely. With there, that, you're absolutely with Kanye, right. but I feel like Drake's just more accessible and people like him. More. He's more yeah, of a people I, no, person. I think, I, think, I think Drake's more influential because although Kanye has, you know, he, he is, you know, setting fashion trends and stuff. Drake is just setting so many more trends in pop culture as a whole. You know, um, like you said, for instance, calling your. Um, you know, exactly by the number, and and I, I've I've never been able to do to deduce from this fucking number that people use where they're from. Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. So is the six part of the 
<laughs> first part of the postcode, or is it from the second part? It's or wherever you make it, I think. No, I think, I think. So if you're from, if you're, say for instance, I'm from, right, I'm from, I, I'm, I'm from, I don't, right, so I was born in N16. Yeah. It doesn't work. Would I say here. I'm from the 16? Yeah, but work. it doesn't, it doesn't work, work because you might have an N16 and an E17 and an yeah. S17. Yeah, exactly. And that's it just, the, like, it's just, work out where it's just, from when it's they just low it, innit? Mm. Like, let them have, let the only him one have I can thing. understand is the seven. When, when Why? Them because and the, there's just, North Seven as well. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's only because it was the CR7 before yeah. that, innit? Yeah. And then now that they say it, for me, it's just an abbreviation. Yeah. So they're the only ones when I know, when they say it, that I know. Yeah. what they're talking about, but it's because of a previous reference. You get yeah, what I'm Drake's saying? Yeah, but Drake's thing isn't from a postcode, so it just mm. like, it doesn't really work with postcodes. Yeah, yeah. It's mad. And you have to give um, credit to Drake for like his marketing and how he keeps himself so relevant. It's literally so amazing. Yeah, no, it is. Like, he, he aligns himself with different people from different areas, mm. and he like, he makes it look like it's natural, but yeah. I think it's a, like, a masterful like PR campaign that yeah, he's got yeah. going on. He is a uh, he's he. I, I remember. I think it was Joe Ev Budden. That, everyone um, does that, you know. All, all, yeah, all, but he's perfected it. Yeah, he has perfected he's it. Perfected it. All, from all the art, but even Jay Z. Jay Z done it. Kanye. West Kanye does it. Ev like Travis Scott even does it. Like mm. Kanye done it to Travis, and Travis does it to all the people below him. Like anyone that kind of has any longevity, and and is seen as like pushing the boundaries, is kind of usually, yeah. Literally from like Jay Z, like sort of the Damien Hurst. Jay Z used to rap like Young Chris scenario. from from um, Young Guns. Like he stole his whole shit. He used to rap like Nas. To be honest, that's what it comes yeah, from. Yeah, as well, flow, as well. But then he just he's always just taking people little bits of yeah, biggies, soul. all of that. <laughs> Even Cameron like yeah. stole bits of Cameron, and that you yeah, can hear yeah. that parallels. Yeah, true. No, but so the biggest legends are the sum of all parts. I it? think like, the only one that kind of doesn't is Eminem. And Fifty. And Fifty, my nigga, Uncle Fifth. <laughs> but Fifty, I. Musically, he ain't been he ain't been relevant. Well, they like. say Fifty sort of um, had a bit of Mace in him. But you see, Mace yeah. is the, Mace is basically Mace, Kanye West because Kanye West raps like Mace. Of people, mm. and to the point where I was listening to Mace and the other day, and I was like, wait a minute, because I grew up on Fabulous. Yeah, I was like, Mace, Fabulous took his whole thing. Kanye took the whole thing off Mace as well. Yeah, yeah. Kanye took the whole thing off Mace when he says Mace float. Remember Loon as well. Loon was cold, <laughs> but that was his replacement he to, he, for Diddy, he, he innit? He just um, converted to Islam and yeah. just. Yeah. But yeah. notice, Diddy's out. always brings in people like that are similar to someone innit? Because he had Mace, then he brought in Loon. He had um, Biggie, then he brought in Gorilla back and Shine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that? Fucking hell, why did you have to? I tried to say Shine quickly. Yeah, I know Shine. I tried to block that. I tried to even tried to do, that. He tried to do that with Rick Ross. That was disrespectful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he yeah, don't, count. About don't That's count. karaoke, mate. That's not rap. Tune was bad, though. I ain't going to lie, but I couldn't do the rapping or the flow. It was just Biggie, but... You know he's going to do a madness with a special guest, isn't it? Who? Drake. Yeah. Yeah, he it's will. It's going to be a madness. He will. He will. Who do you reckon he'll have um, support in? I reckon it'd be English Section Boy, Skepta. Everyone's going to come out. Everyone who was at the Section Boy show that he that he went to. He's 100% ringing Steph London out. Yeah, Steph oh, London. Hey, hey, hey. Did you see their... What? Their... What? You know, what? You know, oh, wait, 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 wait. Spill the beans, fam. You know. I knew she would be big, you know? No, they, they, they've she been on Instagram big. recently. Like, they, they, they fuck with each other. Not like that, just a, yeah, 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 yeah. And Khaled, she was with Khaled the other day as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, she's a boss, you know? Team, man. I rate is. her so highly, you know? Yeah, no, like, just her whole image, like, just she's so everything. Piff. She's so piff. She's, she's too nang. She is pen as well. So piff, bro. So piff. She's probably the one holding Yeah, she's... 
especially in that kind of in that in that lane. You get me? You know what I mean? There's never, the there's never is, been. I'm not gonna discount any there's of never the, been a, a a female in the UK in that lane. Like that? No yeah. way. Estelle, no but way. she didn't really. Nah, you can't. No, no, no. no it's not the same no, lane. You can't put. Not the same way, but I'm saying in terms of barriers. There's nothing similar about those. It's like the little kid. You reckon? Like she cracked up. She's gonna. Steph London's gonna crack America, isn't it? Like Americans fuck with her. Same with Estelle. As a similarity, because then you could just say that. But female-wise, Estelle broke the boundary, bro. She. Yeah, of course, but we're just talking about those. I'm not disputing. Yeah. Oh my God! I'm walking away. That wasn't. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I forgot the point where we were talking about Michael. Let's agree to disagree. Bernie just fucked it. That was Bernie. As I said, no, Estelle came through off that real 90s backpack. I forgot my argument because of what you said. Still real and all that, yeah? Estelle came through on that. You're right. Steph London has got a completely different angle, a completely different entry point, a completely different demographic, completely different... (laughs) You woke him up. I'm done. I'm done. You woke straight Allow it. Allow it. (laughs) I agree with you, Michael. I'm wrong. I apologise for Bernie. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> busting over him trolling. Always trolling. Always, bro. Right, this brings us to track of the week. Yes! You know what? That's Rebecca's get out of jail card every trolls. week. No, that's... nice. No, you know what? Bernie's got the secret. Bernie trolls so that we can move on to track of the week. <laughs> that's, that's, the little, that's the little code. Like, yeah. that's, that's the trigger. As soon as it gets too hot, yeah. Track of the week! <laughs> Literally. Um, What's yours, Rebecca? It's two weeks old, but Dave, want to know? There's no time. It takes you a little while. It takes me a little while to be like, shit, man, that's actually true. But Dave, want to know? Cool. Do you want to? Do you want to go last, or would you like to? Um, I wasn't told, but I've got one. Yeah, Yeah, run that. Um, I can't remember the name of it though. It's it's, but it's Ice City's new one. It came out yesterday. Ice City Boys. Yeah, Ice City Boys, the newest one on Link Up. It came out. See that on, yeah, yesterday. Cool. Um, it's bad. They, they, to me, they're the strongest team in the UK. ICB, yeah, the yeah, ICT boys. 100%. Because they've put out three bangers in the last couple months, yeah? And they've only, they've used about five different spitters on those three bangers and they haven't used nines or scraps yeah, yet. Yeah, there's oh, potency see. as well. And so they've got they're a million like, on one, a few Nines of them and scraps well. are like the, the Eminem and 50, yeah. just letting their crew do their tick. Yeah, and then yeah. when they jump on one of their tracks, it's mad. Mm. And Fats in particular Fats is, is cold. sick. Fats is cold. Yeah, but they're all sick to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right. Bernie, you got one? Um, I'm gonna say it first. It is. Yeah. You've already said yours, haven't you? No, but I know what yours is. What is it? Yeah. All right, mine's suspect. All right. I think we were we watching the video before this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah suspect's yeah. one. Yeah, I really suspect. like that video. Yeah, wonder what. Yeah, that's a banger. Mm. And suspect's gonna take over the game. It's just cold. It's the yeah, coldest thing. Mine is Punjabi MC. Bali Bali, innit? Alright. Is that what the song's called? Yeah, Bali Bali. Alright, safe. Big tune. Fair play. Mine is. Why are you laughing for, Bernard? Mine is because he's a troll, innit? <laughs> he's still going. <laughs> no, I'm not. Allow it. Track of the week. Uh, track yeah, of the week. My track of the week is I'm um, born in the oh, USA. No, hey, she's not in it, but allow it. Can I finish my track of the week? <laughs> Mine. Why does my voice always got fucking high pitched as well, man? Um, mine is this. <laughs> My track of that. <laughs> Mine's uh, Born in the USA by Bruce Springsteen. Is there a particular reason uh, or? or? I, d- I listened to it on Monday and just kept, I've, I've had it in my sort of play, I got it in um, my cycling playlist. Okay. And I was listening to it on Monday and you know there's just that tune that you hear one time, you're like, 
I like to just really like the sound. I, c- I could go through the week listening to yeah. this tune a lot, and you just do so. Yeah, I just I just love the sort of subversive. People think it's a tune celebrating, like you know, the the United States of America and that, but it's actually like one of the best protest songs ever written. So that's what's up. Well, I guess that was a proper sick variation of music. Punjabi <laughs> <laughs> MC to Bruce Springfield. Come on, Springfield, <laughs> Spring, Spring, to, to Ice Steam. City. Yeah, Springsteen. Spring yeah. Um, all right. Well, th- I think th- think that's a, a a good place to wrap it up. We've got trains to catch, haven't we? Yeah. Mm. Um, join us for episode twenty seven of TBC podcast next week. Uh, yeah, it might. Yeah, we might I'm take a Craig week David. break. What are you doing on Thursday? I can't say actually. I've signed an NDA. Ooh. Yeah. So yeah, I signed on the same note. NDA as him. <laughs> All I can say is it does involve bats and a cave. Take what you want. Yeah, make of that what you will. So we'll see you next week anyway. Hopefully.